Welcome to the Mosaic of Marion, a weekly podcast hosted by Dr. Henry M. Meadows, Jr. and presented by Marion Baptist Church in Chatham, Virginia. It is our sincere hope that you'll join us each week as we explore what it means to be part of God's big picture through biblical discussions about the saving power of Jesus Christ and what it means for our lives each and every day, starting today. What about that podcast land? Oh, my land. Only two cups of coffee in this almost, morning and you got that. Almost pulled something pointing at you. Yeah, you 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 were quite excited over there. Ready to way. go. After I, I the, last the last episode, time, yeah. you were like, last episode, my man is bebopping over there and almost so the, all, the music basically stops. He goes, <laughs> So I want to make sure I was I was making up for it. Yeah, absolutely. So, hey, what's up out there, y'all? What's up? I'm Hank, pastor of Mary Baptist Church. You here over there, my home slice, the co-host. <laughs> Miss Mona, my home slice. Wow. Thanks. That's (laughs) Hey, hey. (laughs) And over there, working the board. Pushing the button every now and then. Yeah. Hey, are we both (laughs) unmuted? We are. And we're recording. So, I mean, we're off off to the races. Here we are. (laughs) Way to go, Jelly Bean. It's all good. Hey, so go ahead and turn your Bibles while we're just sort of goofing off here for just a second to (laughs) Philippians chapter 3. So this is the last in this little series. Mm -hmm. We have no clue where we're going um, for the next one. I'm going to let you choose, Mona. Where we go next is up to you. So I'm going to give that to you. Put you to work. You are the co-host, and so you need to do a little work. Oh, <laughs> that how it works. <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing as I was supposed to write the blog for this past week uh, and failed thought- to do so, maybe I should do a little work myself. <laughs> maybe. So Philippians chapter three. We're going to be starting at verse seventeen. We're really going to deal with a little bit down from that, but and um, this is the last in the I am series. And who am I in Christ? Well, not right. the I am. Not the I am Jesus. Sorry. I am. Let me, <laughs> this is the who am I in, but we could do the I am's. do the I am's. Yeah. We could roll right into that. Roll right into it. Yep. From who am I in Christ to the I am's of Jesus. Yep. So you ponder on that and you think. Okay. So we dealt with last time that we are free and, and what that was. and But so today, here's what it is. Everybody alive... Get ready for what I'm about to say, y'all do. You have really have two addresses. Yep. You have one here, whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, whatever, Chatham, Virginia, 24531, or you have one of two others. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Main Street Heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or something hell. <laughs> I had another way I was going to put that, but it, it was going to sound like I was cussing and I did not, <laughs> I did not want that because I do not do that. So you, but you have two. Right. So you're a citizen and of heaven right now if you're a believer in Jesus Christ or you're a citizen of hell. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. We're not going to deal with that one. We're going to deal with the citizenship of heaven. Okay. So anyway, any... Any other conversations to get us going this morning? Uh-huh. No, I, I, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> Promise. We're good. You're good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's go then. Read and pray. Okay. Um, Philippians three, chapter uh, verse seventeen through twenty-one. 
Brother, uh, do you want me to? Just, yeah. Brothers, join in imitating me and keep your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have. What a great us. truth that is. <laughs> what truth is that? That we can imitate? That we are. I think we've lost that. Mm. This, the whole concept of, there's two concepts I think we've lost in the church. One of separation, come out from among them and be uh-huh. separate. We want to be too much like the world. And the second is the thought of imitation, which flows right into living the life in your testimony. Mm-hmm. We're called to, and I'm sorry, and I know this is, you're going, here he goes, he goes off again. No, but anyway, I'm writing down. We are notes. called to live our lives so that someone can imitate us as they begin their walk. Matter of fact, I, I, I preached a sermon um, a few weeks ago or a week ago where one of my points was um, the goodness of giving. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about giving of yourself. Mm-hmm. To, and, I, and I believe my points were something along this line. Um, the imita- uh, Let me see what my points. Let me try to think real quick. Let me look back in my, in my stuff here. Um, the imitators of a believer. The imitated believer. See? One, that's a, and this is a really a truth of discipleship. Yep. You imitate one who you're watching walk that walks like Jesus, then you become the one that can be imitated, and then you have the immutable truth of how it all works together. Right. That that flies back into the truth of how you live your life is so vitally important. Yes. And that's why we can't we can't be Lone Island Christians. We you know. There, a lot of people when when they hear about when they hear the term fellowship related to church, they're like, "Oh, it's just a social thing." Well, no, it, it's that that same thing. You're spending time with other believers, and that's how you begin to imitate believers. And, and that's why I think it's so important that churches not uh, not forget about their older, more experienced members. So many churches are oh, like, absolutely. well, we grow yeah. by bringing in the, the young ones and, right. and we only focus on them. No, what you've got is the blind leading the blind at that point. You really need some, some mature believers that, that those younger ones can follow. And, and con- Well, and, and on the flip side of that, you need young people yep. that the older people can be an example to. You absolutely. can't well, have. That's why. I, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but First John is my favorite book of the Bible. Really? I yeah. didn't know that. So in First John chapter 2, he says, I'm writing to you little children. So yeah. that's babies in Christ. I'm writing to you fathers and young men. Um, no, wait a minute. Let me get it right. Let me see if there's another group here. No. So I'm writing to you fathers. That's the older group that have been through the battles. Mm-hmm. And then the young men mm-hmm. are the ones that are, are being in the process of being. Now, they're all being sanctified. But, you know, you have the, the, the babies, the senior adults, and then you have that middle group right. that are to be the ones that are, that are, are really have the strength in the gospel mm-hmm. to go do the work. Mm-hmm. The, the fathers and the seniors give their wisdom and mm-hmm. their knowledge to the babies and to that group right. of adults right. in the middle. Right. But it's that group in the middle that you want to be fervent and then mm-hmm. you want to be um, – all groups would be fervent, so don't don't <laughs> hear what I didn't say. Right. But they're the ones that yeah. are out there um, living it powerfully out for a world see. And if you go back here, we may not get to citizenship today because this has just <laughs> struck me. And, and so here's what it tells us. And keep your eyes on those. The mm-hmm. word keep there means fix. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you become – 
I get the idea of it's almost like an OCD OCD thing. You know how an OCD person can get fixated mm-hmm. on something. Right. That's what you get fixated on, and he, he tells you specifically. Fix your eyes on those who walk according to the example you've seen in us. So Paul says, you've got me as an example. Mm -hmm. So now they're in Philippi. Find other people that are living like me and continue to watch them because I can't be everywhere at any point in time. I'm just right here in one place, which Jesus said, it's important that I go away. So I'll send the Holy Spirit so that he'll be with you all the time. So, yeah. Well, and elsewhere... All right. I should have figured out where before I started speaking, but I didn't. Um, <laughs> okay. Elsewhere, Paul says, imitate me as I imitate That'll Christ. That'll be 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. Okay, see, I knew somebody would know. <laughs> it literally says what you just said. You well, quoted yes. it perfectly. Well, I, 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 yes, I just don't know where it's found. <laughs> 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1. And so, and that should be our goal. That, yeah. sh- that should be our goal, that first as a believer in our growth that we um, are imitating those, like we have said, who um, have that faith that we are um, growing towards and striving for, but also then that we have somebody behind us who is following our example. And so if we're Paul's especially, and right. And especially um, I wrote a blog about that, that, you know, as leaders in ministry that we need to make sure that a, we are following Christ and B that we are people that people can follow. In, in two places we miss the mark with that is, number one, we've become horrible followers. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I think I think a lot of that has to do, at least from what I've seen here in America, has to do with this whole idea of we're independent. We talked about that last time, yeah. freedom and, and all of that. But, no, we've become – because I, I could see people today, if, if this was today, somebody, you know – sees Paul saying that this well what makes you so great well what well what Paul yeah. is saying is the only reason you need to follow me is because I'm following Christ right. yeah exactly you know because I'm pointing to Christ and even Christ said I you know he was he was serving the one who sent him it wasn't just about him it was about God's glory and so the the second part of that is my biggest fear you know, I grew up. It, I, I was born. I'll tell my age. I was born in '82, so I, I grew up '80s and '90s. You're years. so young. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh my, um, we got so, '60s kids over here. <laughs> so graduated I, uh, from high school in '83. But, uh, oh, good grief! I graduated in '88, so I mean, it's, you know. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> well, I'll bring Matt Musel next time. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, but the 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 thing that that worries me is, you know. The generation before me, really, I mean, we, we had some some strong Christian leadership in that generation. And it feels like it's getting weaker and weaker as as it goes by. And you do the younger generation has to have those people to follow. And, and I don't care what you know. Different groups say different things about what has impacted and, and destroyed the the family unit. More than anything, it's not having strong Christian parents who are dedicated because the next generation doesn't have any option but to be weaker than the generation before them if they don't have good leaders. So I'm worried about the next few generations where they haven't had that strong Christian leadership in the home. Well, let me just go to your points. Number one, we do that because we've never been taught to take responsibility in America. Yep. Well, but if you're if you're walking better than me, it's because you're not being fair. Yeah, it's not that I should strive to walk more like you. Absolutely, I'm going to start calling you names. That's the biggest goal. We make ourselves the gold standard. I don't agree with you, so I'm going to start calling you names. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, what are we in second grade? (laughs) 
But I want to disagree with you to a point. It's not that we're bad followers. <laughs> we just follow people who are worse than we are. Mm. I know what you're saying. Okay, you're no, right. I knew that. Yeah. Right. When I was in the far country, I'm talking about my life, mm-hmm. I didn't try to find the godly guy to follow right. back. Yeah. I found the dude worse than me. But we were still following you, right? Yeah. 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 I'm just following the wrong dude. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And we, because it rolls back around to comfortableness. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in the far country. Mm-hmm. I knew it. You don't need somebody else reminding you because. Yeah. I didn't want the yeah. conviction. Yeah. That's the. That's right. The, of following yep. right. a really godly person. Right. Yep. Because it, it tore me up. And if you follow somebody, you know, in the same position or lower, lower, I don't know what uh, other terms. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, equal walk or less walk. Right, right. Then you say, well, at least, well, they're going through the same thing I'm going through. I must not be too bad. Or they're doing worse than I am or whatever, however you want to say it. I'm doing pretty good. I was you the know, king of that, you know, bro. Yeah. I, I, I wore the crown on that one. I would find out, I'd be like, well, that person is their Christian. And here's what I would say. And they go to church every Sunday, yeah. but look at what they're doing. They're no better than me. I'm doing Therefore, okay. Therefore, yeah. I'm going to heaven if they are. Yeah. Well, here's the problem in that. Right. Yeah. That's not the standard. It's the wrong right. standard, absolutely. Right. The yeah. standard is Jesus Christ. Right. And well, when Dan first started saying that, that we're bad followers, that and until he kept going, but my thoughts first went to, we don't follow Jesus the way that we're supposed to oh, follow Jesus. No. And so, as Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. We we have to make sure that we are fo- imitating Christ first. And if we're not imitating Christ and living uh, as Christ, um, like and growing in our likeness of Christ, then that nobody has reason to follow us. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah, it starts with that relationship. And right. you got to do that by keeping your eyes on those who walk according to the example you have in us. And it goes back to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse right. 1, where Paul said, imitate me as I imitate right. Christ. Yeah. See, there's the foundation. That's Absolutely. why he's the chief yeah. cornerstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. It doesn't. I don't just say, hey, imitate me. Right. Yeah. Because I'm this good, really God godly person. <laughs> right. I can get in the flesh like anybody else. Yeah. But if I'm walking how God calls right. me to walk in Christ's walk, okay, then you have that process of discipleship. Yeah. And yeah. matter of fact, I'm going to go back to it. God called us to go make disciples, not go make believers. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. So, and there's a difference. In mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> right. Oh, you're going to go read the next verse now? <laughs> <laughs> this is a great intro. Sure. Let's continue on. <laughs> <laughs> for ma- stop you. <laughs> yeah, for many of whom I have often told you and now tell you, even with tears, walk as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their end is destruction. Their God is their belly and they glory in their shame with mindset on earthly things. But our citizenship is in heaven and from it we await a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power that enables him even to subject all things to himself. I guess we're going to pray halfway right. through. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, I don't know which one we're going. All right, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Again, we're amazed at how even familiar scripture always offers something new, um, always offers something living and life-giving. And, and we just thank you for your word, dear Lord. And we pray that that uh, as we go through it today, that, that it would be glorifying to you and pleasing to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, as I read, as you were reading, Mona, my 
my thoughts went to a book I'm pretty sure I have there, and I think I've read it one time, called Glory Stealer. And that's really what verse um, 18 and 19 I've talks about. I've seen that in here, actually. I yeah. That yeah, you've read, yeah. <laughs> that what the enemy really was doing there in Genesis chapter 3 was trying to steal the glory of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or Isaiah 14, when it talks about his fall. And so that's what and it really came as their God is in is their belly and their glory in their shame. And it tells you the focus. So here in verse 17, Paul says, focus on me as I focus right, on Jesus. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the way, when you begin to focus on Paul who focuses on Jesus, at some point you're going to leave focusing on Paul. You're going to begin to focus on Jesus yourself personally. Right. Never forget, you're to have your own personal relationship right. with Absolutely. Jesus. Absolutely. Right. Now, there's always somebody else you're looking at, but the focus mm-hmm. of where your mind is strictly at is Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's something that, um, that hit me earlier when we were talking about, you know, Paul saying, you know, find other people to follow because I won't be here. You know, there there are pastors and other people in different religions that say, you can only focus on me. Oh, yeah, man. And what I love about this is Paul saying, it's not because it's me. It's only because of the one I'm following. That tells you his humility. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. You know, yep. Paul could have wrote, hey, don't ever forget, I'm the guy you follow. Right. Now, did Paul... He writes several times and said, look, I, I'm sort of your spiritual father and I have a, a and I am jealous for you. Mm-hmm. But in the midst, he goes, hey, but find somebody but, right. that yeah. walks like I walk. Yeah. Right. And sort of hitch your wagon to watching them mm-hmm. as they and I think Paul was saying it without saying it here as they follow Christ. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's to be our chief cornerstone. Well, and if you look at this section, this section is just full of contrasts and it's right. contrasting the you know, walking according to the example you have in us versus walking as the ones who are enemies of the cross. And then those enemies of the, of the cross are set up in contrast with us who have our citizenship in heaven. Um, and so um, so we, we see that contrast in this section. Um, and then we, um, I forgot what I was going to say. But we see that this contrast, and you said in the, the verse 19, it, defines who the enemies of the cross are and what defines them and how they live their lives. Well, yeah. And so I, I'm thinking about there, but Paul, you know, as he wrote these three epistles, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, um, Colossians. Now we know Ephesians and Colossians were written really closely, but Philippians was in there too. He says, um, whose mind is set on earthly things. If you go over and you read Colossians chapter three, he just set your. He sort of contrasting mm-hmm. even here. Yep. Set your mind on things above, yeah. not yes. on the things that are on the earth. Right. right. You know, and, and even even in verse two, he says, "Set your thing." Oh, well, I just read, I just quit. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> and he tells us why to do that because that's where Christ is. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's something about getting home. Yeah. You know, we all like to go on trips, and you like to go, but man, it's something. Oh, good gracious! And yes. and. And Mona and others have been with me on on mission trips, and and when I'm going, it is like full out going. Go, <laughs> you know. But when, when it's, it's time, time to, to come home, <laughs> it's time to go home. It's time to come home, yeah. right? You know. And so, and I go back to I know it's one of your favorite quotes, C.S. Lewis. If there's nothing here that fully satisfies mm-hmm. you, could it be that you are made for yes. a different place? Right. Absolutely. Yes. Right. And right. so that's what he's really talking about here, and. But notice, see, everything there, it talks about, yeah, you hit it on the head. I, mm-hmm. I really hadn't noticed that a lot. The um, contrast in mm-hmm. enemies, hear these words, enemies, destruction, right. 
belly, shame, earthly things. And then you get to verse 20, a savior, transformation, mm-hmm. right. glorious body. Right. Yeah. All these different things. You, yeah. you, if you don't see that contrast, which apparently I didn't, but <laughs> and, um, but it's what what uh, that puts it in perspective. So over here you have shame, 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 and over here you have savior. Yes, yeah. yes, right, and right, and so you you had said at the beginning we weren't going to talk about hell, but but the reality is is that yeah. contrast is right here. Yeah, mm-hmm. that contrast between um, if you're going to hell or if you're going to heaven is right there, and so because that destruction is not a destroying, but that destruction is, 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 um, being ruined because we're separated from the presence of God. Yeah. You, you, you don't, we're not, we're not here teaching annihilation theory. Right. 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 You, you are fully cognizant in hell. Right, right. I can take you to the rich man in Lazarus. Mm-hmm. You're fully cognizant there. Right. I, I don't know how it works. I'm not on that committee. Right. You know how you can burn, but yet not right. die mm-hmm. and how you can fall. It's just so crazy about the things about the truth of hell. You're always falling. It's always dark. You think you're alone. Isn't it? See, to me, outside of the absence of Jesus, that's what makes it hell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, is the absence of Jesus Christ. Right. You're all alone. Mm-hmm. Even though it's full. Even, yeah, yeah, even though it's full, wide is the gate that leads to right. destruction. Right. You think you're all alone. Man, we about to go to a family reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, the believer is going to the marriage supper of the right. Lamb at the rapture, which, yes, I believe in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to a, a, you know, they good food <laughs> at reunions. Let's just be honest. Especially if you're a Baptist. Uh, it, oh, my <laughs> land. But in the cool thing about that, that makes me think of the gr- the girls that I talked to and shared with in Brazil and said to them, if I never see you again on earth here in Brazil, I will see you in heaven one day. Mm. And what a glorious truth that is. Yeah. And and my buddy, Willie, what up? <laughs> I told, you know, there is a language barrier that mm-hmm. we, we attempt to cross and they're trying to learn English and we're trying to speak some little bit Portuguese. And I told Willie, it wasn't this trip, but the last trip. You remember we were at the park on Saturday and we were singing at the end, and, mm-hmm. and you know, me and Willie were over there just going crazy. Yeah, singing yeah, it was Portuguese, awesome. and I'm singing yeah. it in English. And I just put my arm around one time. I said, You know, when we get to heaven, Willie, we'll have a common language. Yes. Yep. 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 And my brother started to cry. Yeah. So, Willie, Guillermo, <laughs> I can't wait, bro. Yep. Right. Well, and going on with that contrast, looking at um, something that, that struck me a little bit earlier today is. Um, Verse 21, who will transform our lowly body mm. to be like his glorious that, yes, body. Yes, that, that's the next contrast. Yes, <laughs> um, absolutely. You know, just this, the same thing. You've got this picture of destruction yep. and then this picture uh, of healing beyond anything we can imagine right. where, you right. know, look, I was talking this morning. My knees hurt this morning. I woke up, I'm, <laughs> you know, apparently too young to have that issue because I was, a, I was an 80s kid. But um <laughs> But, you know, just this idea of, you know, I think about my, my mom and dad, um, you know, my dad, my dad was known around Danville. He loved to dance um, and he would go places and dance. Was he the time. dancing preacher they talk about all the time? <laughs> he he was fairly well known around there. Um, 
and so he, you know, but he he eventually had cancer and he couldn't dance anymore. You know, to see my dad, yeah, be yeah. able to Come dance again. You know, Come on now. I just, you know, and, and even not being selfish, but I don't want to be diabetic anymore. Like it yeah. would be right. great. To, yeah. I don't want to have a gluten allergy <laughs> when, anymore. When we sit down to that feast, we don't have to worry about it. All right, bring all the fried chicken, yo. <laughs> In the dessert the platter, like, yeah, yeah. my lanta, <laughs> you ain't lying. But that's that's why I get so dumbfounded. We've talked about it before. No need to to beat a dead horse. But at the same time, like, it's not you're not gonna have a party with your buddies down in hell drinking and everything. No, you're not. Else. Right. You're gonna. I used to hear that all the time. I want to go to hell. That's where all my buddies yeah. gonna be. You'll never know it. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. I that's mean, a crazy thought, man. How much time we got left there, Jelly Bean? We got about six minutes. Okay, cool beans. Yep, go. Well, I just wanted to back up. No, no, back up. Go. I wanted to back up in verse you 20. You co-host. Well, <laughs> um, in verse 20 where it says, from it, from our citizenship in heaven, we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And as I was looking up definitions and stuff today that I came across this, that that eagerly await um, is suggest a tiptoe anticipation and longing. And I just immediately got this picture of a little kid who is so excited for what's to come that they are standing on their tiptoes, dancing around it. You know, can you just imagine that? And that's what it, that's what our eagerly awaiting Jesus return ought to be like. Absolutely. And that, and we're not just sitting around thinking, well, someday he's going to be coming back, but we should be eagerly awaiting with that tiptoe anticipation. Well, if you call back to me preaching first Thessalonians chapter one, a few <laughs> weeks ago, the word when it says we eagerly uh, in in there, let me just flip to it real quick. When it says to and wait for His Son mm-hmm. from heaven, that's mm-hmm. probably the same, same word. Pro- I can't pro- I can't right. say it is right now, but it is. Um, let me think. I think I wrote it in my notes right there. Let me look real quick. I think the word there is where we're looking at it. it it's in the present infinitive, which means it's to be a continuous activity. Yeah. And and it means that yeah you remain alert but you wait confidently and expectantly. Yeah. I think the greatest picture of that was there was this and it, I've read this in a book um, about somebody who owned a um, a home for children that had um, some mental difficulties mm-hmm. and and the like. But this guy was a believer, mm-hmm. and so he talked all the time about the rapture of the church and the coming of Jesus and how their bodies would be transformed. Mm-hmm. Going back here to what we just read, how it would transform our lowly body to be like his. And so these kids, every morning, would run to the east side of the house. There was a big window right there. And they said every day they had to clean the fingertips yeah. and the nose prints yes. off the window because they would run and put them there and look and see if this was the day Jesus was mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Right. I think I know the answer if we wait that expectantly. Right. Tiptoe expectations. Right. right. <laughs> I was just saying, it's such a contrast to, to yeah. many people who, again, well-meaning, but but they really don't realize what they're saying is, you know, this idea of, well, I, you know, I hope he comes, but I want to see my kid get married right. first. I, want, like, I told you I made a woman teach you bad one day <laughs> yeah. when I saw her. She told me that same thing. I just, like, I'm sorry, anything on this earth can't compare. Yeah. No, and I think we lose that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We've let the world so warp our minds. And, yeah. and, and even for believers who's had the veil taken away, mm-hmm. we've let him cloud it. Yeah. Right. It's where we don't see the, the 
and once again, you know, Mona and I, we laugh all the time, you know, here in Philippians, um, the great, one of the most misunderstood and misquoted is the, <laughs> is I can do all things through him yeah. who strengthens me. I want to hit a 400-yard drive. Well, God, come on now. It's not what I can do all things through a, a verse taken out of context. That's right. But if you go over there to, I think it's 1 Corinthians 3, maybe 2 Corinthians 3, where it says, I have not seen ears not hurt. Now, mm. the, the primary thing is not talking about heaven, really, in that context. But the application of it can be used for heaven. Right. Okay? So that draw that... It's not really talking about heaven in the sense we are, but you can apply it to that right. truth. Right. I has not seen, ear has not heard all the glorious truth about heaven. Right. right. Whatever your thought is, wash it away because yeah. it's not going to come close to what. Well, it, and even Paul who saw yeah. was not allowed to talk about it. But old Joe Schmo can. Yeah. Warning, warning, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, that's my, my mind first goes there. And I'm sorry, this is just, hey, if you don't like this, cut it off. <laughs> Joe Schmo will say, well, I went to heaven. Here's what I saw when I saw my grandma and grandma. Number one, Stephen said, I see Jesus standing at yes. the right hand of the Father. I didn't see grandma. Yes. Right. I showed that this morning. I love it. That's one of my favorite verses. Now, where is Jesus right now? Sitting down. Yeah. But when a believer, and maybe it's just for martyrs of the faith, I don't know, he stands yes. up. Yeah. Yep. I, I, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, Dave, but the first person you see in heaven should not be you wanting to see grandma, yeah. grandpa, or husband, wife. It's Jesus, the one who paid the sin yes. debt. Right. The one that gives you the entrance into heaven. Yeah. He's the key. Why should I let you into heaven? Because the man on the middle cross said I could come. That's right. That's right. I mean, come on, man. And so you get all these guys, I went to heaven and this bright light. And and I'm going, Paul says he wasn't allowed to speak about it. Right. And the interesting thing is, now I, I, I don't go around looking for these accounts, but the few I've heard rarely mention Jesus. It's that's you know, what I'm at all. At. Yeah, it's, it's grandma. It's Not just grandma. eventually, but they don't. Right. Yeah, yep. yeah. I I'm, I almost ripped on a book, but I, I don't <laughs> see the need to. Today. Nope. I know our time is our time up. We got like a minute and a half. Oh boy! <laughs> all right, big thought. Let's just go ahead. Big thought. Um, <laughs> is the music going on in your head? I mean, are you hearing uh, yeah, earpods in or something? I mean, she was over there dancing fever, man. Most time it's me and Jelly Bean making the funny movements. This is why we're not on video. <laughs> I mean, she had to go. <laughs> music still rolling. If I had a big there, thought, man. it's gone. <laughs> and I didn't have one, so now it's really gone. Oh, you were trying to shake one out. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I guess I would say, I would just say, look at those contrasts and see, and where do you fall? On what side of the contrast do you fall? Um, do I fall you, on heaven's side. Yes. Um, I'm going. Me too. But, you know. Me it, three, you just in case. <laughs> I was like, I was giving a cup and I was like, Dan, do we need to have a discussion right after this? I was lost buddy? in thought there for a minute, sorry. His feet up, I'm just not showing it. But if you're listening and you're, and you say, I, I, sound more like an enemy of the cross or I sound more like somebody who walks that way. Um, There's so much more we could get into in this passage. Then then we encourage you to. Their God is their belly. Right. 
And that, that's, they're looking for satisfaction in world. I know that's what it's talking about. They were looking for satisfaction yeah. in worldly things, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's not an accidental phrase. There. No, yeah, I, I love it. Right? Did I cut you off? Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's alright. It happens. It's okay. Well, so, you got me excited. Yeah. I I mean I essentially made my point, so it's okay. <laughs> I mean, you want to go back? You want us to nope, rewind and nope. tape it again? It's Dan's turn. <laughs> um, well, first of all, are 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 we not? Is there not going to be a part two to this episode? I just want to make sure. I, I, okay, I, I, okay. I, I don't know. She's in charge are now. <laughs> she's, she's making the next deal. She's going back a part to this. Two. Okay. All right. So, so my thought. Uh, I was thinking about citizenship some earlier day, and duh. And you know we were eventually going to talk about citizenship. <laughs> uh, so the uh, no the the thing is, two things really stuck out. Number one, you don't get citizenship when you visit. Nope. So if you think, well, I'll just dip my toe in a little bit, mm. and 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 that you know get to heaven by the skin of my teeth. Essentially, that's not how it works. You get to heaven by the blood of the lamb, Absolutely. not the skin of your teeth. That's right. And uh, it, it really citizenship occurs when you dwell somewhere. Mm. Yep. Um, and we go back episodes back. We talked uh, quite a bit about dwelling. Yeah. Um, the second part is I don't I can't go to a foreign country and say I'm a citizen. It takes it is a gift or, or something provided by the governing authority. You don't get to come say, hey, I'm not accepting Christ, but I'm a citizen of heaven. Right. No, that comes through that gift of salvation through the governing authority. The man of heaven. the middle cross has Absolutely. to say you can come. Yep. So that's my two thoughts. Yep. Well, mine is, you know, but and I want you to understand, and we didn't, we really could do two on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the host. You could say it, but. Well, we'll see. Oh. <laughs> so ne- next time it's going to be like Cracker Jacks, <laughs> peanut pretzels and a prize, peanut popcorn and a prize. Excuse me. Peanut popcorn and a prize. Where are you getting your Cracker Jacks? <laughs> they got pretzels in them. Yeah. Well, you don't like pretzels? What do you I got? love pretzels. Oh, you got some against pretzels? I was looking for these deluxe Cracker Jacks. <laughs> um, and when you get heaven, oh, this is, you get all of heaven. Yeah, mm. yeah there's no slums. The, you know, there's yeah, no Yeah, there's no slums. There's no, well, Hank, you, you got saved right before you died, so you're over here. You're not in a mansion. You're in a little mm. modular home. Right. <laughs> Nothing against them. Right. Don't. But if you, comp- if you compare it to a mansion, though, right. all right, yeah. it's a little lacking. Yeah. Right. I hear some redneck out there going, what's wrong with mine? Here's my mansion. What Did I tell you about? it has a garden tub? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we are pigeonholing some so people. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> but you get all the benefits. Mm-hmm. All right, we're doing a part two. Okay. I'm going to start right. right there because there's just other parts that I want to yeah, discuss. Yeah. All right. Like our bo- we didn't get to the bodies. Yeah. We really have no clue, but we're going to talk about them mm-hmm. and some things Jesus did and what citizenship entails. Yeah. Let's, can we do that? Yeah. And then wherever you want to go after that. But you're the host. You're the co-host. <laughs> all right. So my big thing is you get all the heaven. Yep. yep. Let's pray. Father, we love you. God, you're you're so good to us, much better than anybody, anybody deserves. Absolutely. You're the great God. You're the great creator. You're the giver and sustainer of life. You're the provider of all good gifts. And God, we bow in the presence of the one who purchased our salvation, who made the way. 
when there was no way, the Lord Jesus Christ. And we thank you for that. So God be with us and thank you for this time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm Hank Meadows, pastor of Marion Baptist Church. And when this drops, I will have been the pastor for 21 years. And um, so I'll be to celebrate an anniversary. Or pastor in the room was seven years old. You better believe it, brother. <laughs> and um, got my home slice, Miss Mona. Hey. And Jelly Bean over there. Yep, yep. Thanks, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs>